didn't call bank. bank, bank, bank. Ready? Didn't call bank. From half court. It's gone! He banks it in! G'day everyone. Welcome back to Didn't Call Bank. It is I, Lyle Swithenbank, your host at Lyle Swithenbank on X. At Didn't Call Bank is the show. You can also check us out on Instagram and on TikTok. We're starting to get those little channels going as well. Welcome back. Episode 3. The Pelicans end a homestand, the longest homestand of the season. Six games with a glorious win against the Sacramento Kings, 117 to 112. Huge win for the team. We're going to unpack that today, have a chat about what uh, the team's looking like, all the rumors and the like going on around the team uh, with this team chat that they all talked about, uh, led by Larry Nance, and unpack all of that, and we have a bit of fun today. So, let's kick off. We'll have a look at the game. The Pelicans defeat the Kings at the Smoothie King Center, 117 to 112. Unreal, up by 14 going into the last quarter. The Kings hit a couple of threes to start that quarter off. And all of a sudden, it was game on. Up by 20 at one point, uh, we looked like we were going to echo the Minnesota Timberwolves game, uh, which was a disappointing one-point loss. And at the end of the day, you know, you move on from that. But huge game from Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, 23 points from BI, 25 from Zion. Big double-double from the big... Man in the middle, Jonas Valanciunas, 15 and 11. Herb Jones, 7, 5, 3. Three steals and a block. Absolutely unstoppable when he's on the court. And first team all defense should be a lock. Uh, Herb has been exceptional uh, since he returned from that bone bruise where Jokic landed on his leg. Dyson Daniels also got the start uh, in place of CJ McCollum while we still wait for him to return from his... Uh, from his punctured lung and broken ribs. He had 8.7 rebounds, one steal. Both he and Herb, pretty average from the shooting. Uh, Two of nine for Dice and one of six from Herb, but that's not what they're out there for. So, you know, we live and we we learn and uh, we persevere with the 117-112 victory. What we did see was the bench brigade with... Hawkins with 13, Najee with 12, Jose had 10. Zeller was great in his seven minutes, and Larry Nance, uh, you know, still working his way back in his first game back from broken ribs as well, uh, just in 12 minutes. So what did we like? Well, firstly, I like the ball movement. I thought that was just excellent from the team, and we've been averaging around 30 uh, assists per game in this sort of winning um, in this win streak, for want of a better term. It's not really a streak, but in this sort of winning period, 
um, you know, discounting the Timberwolves game, uh, which was just disappointing. We end up leaving with a whole heap of assists again. And what I like about that is, you know, we get 23 in, in this game, a bit less than what we'd had. But again, 23 assists. We're getting assists from Zion had six. B.I. had three, Herb Jones had three, Najee four, Hawkins three. And when you're getting these other guys moving the ball, you're all of a sudden making defences pay and moving away from the isolation ball. And what that means is that all of a sudden, you become harder to guard. Guys throw a double team at Zion, he's more than happy to pass out. Well, look who's there. There's Jordan Hawkins, there's Brandon Ingram, there's someone else standing there ready to shoot. You throw it down in the post to Jonas. He's more than happy to kick it out. You're swinging the ball around the top of the arc. And, man, we uh, we just keep going that... What's Willie Green preach? He preaches good to great and paint to great. So the ball gets in the paint, kicks out because the defense collapses. Uh, or you have a good shot at three and maybe it's Dyson and he kicks it to Jordan Hawkins. Turns into a great look because he's a better three-point shooter. And I can really see those uh, fundamentals coming through. And it sounded like, uh, and we've, we've heard this in the post-games uh, for a number of games now, that there's been some chemistry issues. Zion and BI are working on that uh, with extra trainings after work, uh, after work, after practice. And you can see that starting to play out. They've, they've got this two-man game now that is really effective every time they go near it. Other opponents don't have any idea what they're going to do. And it completely changes the outlook because, all right, I'll help off Brandon Ingram to go to Zion. Oh, well, now Brandon Ingram's easy uh, midi or, or layup. Or you've got, all right, well, I'll jump on BI and Zion Williamson's rolls to the basket. Um, whether that becomes his little floater that he's got now or his, uh, his little midi uh, or his left-handed layup, which we know he can absolutely get just about every time and that's what I'm liking to see is it's all well and good to have a five game losing streak and in the last episode what was last week we talked about being 10 games in and the sky falling um, but then we talked about continuity and all of a sudden you're getting guys back they're starting to play together we're now at game 15 and not only do you win tonight but you give the Sacramento Kings an absolute hiding in the game before winning by 40 points, 129-93, or thereabouts, are up by 40 at one point. They were on a six-game winning streak. They're now on a two-game losing streak because of the length and strength that we've brought and the ability to get out in transition, to defend like madmen, and uh, cause turnovers we only had 10 turnovers there one did come right at the end and gave us a bit of a scare but they had 15 and when you've got uh, the ability to turn the ball over you get out in transition and just score in the fast break and that was exactly what we did again um, points off turnovers in this one uh, 20 they actually got 20 up to five so not so many in in this one fast break points i got 16 to five so we weren't that fast at all in this one I bet if we looked at the uh, the game before, that was uh, that was completely different because we were out running all the time. But you get ten steals, 
10 steals from a spread across a few different guys. And we have that defensive lineup that he's, well, the Willie Green went to strangely at the uh, last four minutes. And you think, oh, why is B.I. and why is Zion sitting down? And they roll out a JV, Najee, Dyson, Herb, Jose lineup. And it completely disrupted what the Kings, they were rolling at the time, I think around 16 to 4 run. We threw the defensive lineup, junked it up, and got some stops. And when you've got, and when you cause stops, you upset the offense. They didn't know how to guard us because we just got out and ran. And uh, then all of a sudden, to close the game, you bring in uh, Zion, B.I., and you finish the game off. You finish with Jose as well in place of Dyson. The rest is history, you know, 117, 112. Uh, that then puts us above 500. And really impressed with how the guys played. I really am. That, um, that was excellent. And we need to keep this momentum going. Because... We're only getting healthier, you know. The only two guys that, that didn't uh, play in this game, Kyra and Robinson Earl, who, you know, Larry's going to take Robinson Earl's minutes, even though we've seen a bit of him. And Kyra's way down in the depth chart. We've seen that as well. Now, the guys that are injured, Trey Murphy, Matt Ryan. That's it. Trey Murphy's at 11 weeks now from his 12-week recovery. We've seen him starting to do these trademark dunks um, that uh, he was famous for with his dunk contest. He looks bouncy again, and it's really starting to get close. You can you can tell. Um, and mind you, I actually forgot. CJ as well um, is now at full training. So pardon me, he hasn't come back yet, but sounds like he's very close. It's more of a medical thing, um, clearance from the doctors than being fit enough or anything like that. He got through a full training, um, and, and hopefully he returns soon. Uh, and also, congratulations to CJ McCollum for having his second child. So, congrats to the McCollum family. Um, lovely to see that all come together and sort of worked out with the injury. I mean, you never want to wish that, but good that you could sort of uh, be a part of that and, um, you know, be a bit closer there with your wife while that was all coming together. But I digress. What I'm trying to say is we're getting healthy. The team... I wouldn't want to be choosing the rotation going forward because it is stacked. We played, what, 10 guys. Yeah, 10 guys in this game. And you've got two more rotation players to come that are going to take big minutes. It's going to be a headache. Who drops off? I don't know. And I think in, in coming episodes, we'll get some guests on it. And we're going to unpack that because that's something that uh, I'm really keen to see what other people think about. Uh, and if you you feel like tweeting us about it and having that discussion on the internet, well, let's do that as well because I think it's a, a really interesting thing. I, I don't know what the final um, lineup looks like. I really don't. Now, what else has been going on with these Pelicans? Well, they went and won a heap. They lost to the Tim Wolves, but they beat, you know, Denver. They beat... Dallas, both, you know, convincing at times. They ended up dragging it back, but we we managed to pull those off. Um, they're top in the West. You then go and lose by one point to Minnesota in a game that you should have won. Um, again, you know, that's, that's one that got away, but 
that's your top team again. And then you play the Sacramento Kings, who are also top uh, teams, and you beat them twice as well. We can hang with anyone. We can absolutely hang with anyone. And, you know, 8-7 and seven on the season, over 500. We're sitting in the ninth position, which we've been in way too many times, and we need to get out of that. Big games against um, the Clippers coming up on Friday, Thanksgiving, uh, day after Thanksgiving, I guess, 11.30 a.m. my time. So I guess it's a late one for you guys. It'll be like 9.30 p.m. Um, in New Orleans, which, sorry, guys, um, I feel for you. I will be watching it live, I guess, at, uh, at lunchtime, uh, which is even late for us. Um we win this, we go through the in-season tournament into the semi-finals. I think it's nice if we if we pull this off, and I think we can, absolutely we can. You beat this team, you go into the in-season tournament playoffs, and I think Zion said it, we haven't won anything yet. So isn't wouldn't this be like a nice little thing just to win, um, you know, or at least be highly competitive in, and, and show out, be the first... NBA in-season tournament guys, I can you can tell the guys would uh, you know wouldn't poke a stick at five hundred thousand. That's nothing. Um, that's not chump change. It's it's good cash. So you know a little bonus for the winners. Um, I reckon go and get it. I genuinely do. I think they should go and get it and and see if they can win this whole thing. Uh, and while that, you know, you got to bank wins while you're doing it. So that's just good for our. Uh, um, uh, for our standings as well. So we go against them. We have the Clippers. We then follow on with uh, the Jazz. Second night of a back-to-back at the Jazz. Uh, another late game for you guys as well. 4-11 um, and 11 they are this season. We need to win that. I think we need to win both nights this back-to-back um, to really just solidify where we are. That gets us to 10 wins. And all of a sudden, you know, you're right in the mix at the top of the West. Uh, I think that's an important goal for us. Get those two wins, lock it down, and move on. So, big weekend coming up. What I want to see, more ball movement. I want to see being selfless. I want to see hard defense. I love these uh, you know, Dyson Herb lineups. They've shown the analytics. Uh, nerds love it as well. Uh, does it pass the eye test? Well, I mean, they can't really shoot. We saw that they took nine shots together uh, from three and both all of them missed. But when their shot does fall, you know, you just got to get one or two threes from them to stretch the, the floor out. In this game against the Kings, we weren't good from three at all from anyone. Um, and you still managed to pull it off. If you all of a sudden, I don't know, go from, I think we hit five or six threes for the whole game. Uh, all of a sudden you make that 10, 12, you're on. It's game on. So I look forward to seeing that as well. Now, we're going to just have a chat about the stuff that's surrounding. What's caused all of this, uh, you know, change in mentality? Last week, last week on the episode, we were, we were talking about doom and gloom, lights and sirens. Well, it's all stemmed from this team chat. Now, CJ talked about this on his podcast. He just dropped a new episode. You can go and listen to that as well. CJ McCollum Show. Um, it was led by Larry Nance. And it came off the back of some comments, you know, some bad comments, I guess, that have been 
skewed a little bit. We mentioned it on the last episode. Uh, the backseat buy-in comments from Zion, where he said, you know, I'm trying to buy in. I've taken a bit of a backseat in the offense. I don't really feel like Zion. And those were obviously not great things to say in a, in a echo chamber. I sort of understood what he meant um, in that, you know, he was trying to adjust to new things. He was sitting back and watching instead of being aggressive. And, and these are not things you want to hear from your, um, from your superstar, but I understood where he was coming from. I knew what he meant. He then had to go back and clarify. That apparently stemmed from a conversation that he had with CJ McCollum, who sort of pulled him aside and said, mate, you can't be saying things like that. They're just going to, you know, turn this into more uh, negative narratives than you need to say. Um, and everything that you've done to avoid it, uh, you know, has, has will be null and void if you give him a soundbite like that. He then come out the next game, clarified what he uh, meant, and, um, you know, all's well that ends well. Uh, he's bored in, you know, it's more adjusting to roles and things like that. And there's one thing that we can guarantee is that winning ga- uh, heals everything. They sit everything down, they all flesh it out. You know, JV in the post game today said, you know, we're a family. We want to all get on the same page. It's a team sport. We, we want to win basketball games. And they're doing that. They should have had the in-season. They should have had this players-only chat, you know, before the season started or before that, during that five-game win streak, uh, losing streak. But instead, you know, we have it now. We get on the same page. We start getting healthy. We start getting that continuity. You know, we're not going to win every game. Of course not. But today was a great step in the in the direction. We were challenged by a good team late, uh, which we managed to throw away against Houston, managed to throw away against um, Timberwolves. This time we won it. We got on the right side. And when you get challenged like that, you have to be able to respond. And that's what they did. They were a 16-4 to run before they threw the defensive lineup in. And all of a sudden, you know, they step in they uh, and lock in and, and we close the game out with some defensive efforts. They get a bad shot off at the end and, you know, it's because Herb's everywhere defending. Jose's there causing causing a ruckus. We get B.I. and Zion attacking at the other end. And for me, that's all I need to see. That's fantastic. It's great. We need to keep it uh, this rolling. We need to keep what we're doing, um, you know, on track and not get ahead of ourselves. It's one win at a time. It'll be interesting to see what they do on this back-to-back, whether Zion plays both games. I think he plays the in-season tournament. Maybe he doesn't play against Utah. Um, however, I know that <laughs> he refused to comment on one of the questions after the first Sacramento win about this back-to-back. I think Shamit uh, from Boot Crew asked it, and um, you know he said he can't answer that. It's, we, we know it's not Zion's decision to keep him out. It's to maintain his longevity because he gets beaten up every game. Um, you know, you got to give him these nights off where you can. We did that last time and ended up losing against the Timberwolves. I don't know whether or not they'll do it again. I think they will. I have a feeling given the Jazz has been pretty woeful. But it, when that happens, you have to be able to adjust. And we need to plug and play next man up mentality and we'll, we'll see how that sort of... Um, plays out this weekend so overall great homestand longest homestand that we had for the season six games is over we managed to beat you know we i think we went three and two or something well that doesn't add up must have been four and two um with the uh overall which we'll take 
I think you have to take. You got no choice. That's just the reality that we are. So we'll take those wins. We'll bank them. Eight wins, seven losses. We're on the up and up. We need to keep the momentum going. Take the Clippers on after Thanksgiving. Hopefully this gives you something to listen to uh, on your commute to Thanksgiving. Um, We don't celebrate it in Australia, so it's just, to me, it's just Thursday. Um, So anyway, if I don't speak to you before, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Throw an arm around your family. Watch the Pelicans. Celebrate them. I'm Lyle Swithenbank. This is Didn't Call Bank, episode three in the books. As always, make sure you stay safe. Look after each other. We didn't call bank. We called game. That's the game. Bye for now. Call Bank.